Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsy's Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pamps. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsy's Nook, life imitates art, but does AI art imitate kink life? This week in Newsy's Nook, you may have seen more AI-generated kinky art online. Some people love it, while others don't care for it, but how does it impact kinky artists? I bring in Cobalt, who is a baby for artist, to get his thoughts on AI-generated art. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Cobalt, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to have you, especially since, so I think a big topic in at least my Twitter X feed is seeing a lot of AI art, especially like ABDL AI art. I haven't seen too much furry uh, AI generated art, but I see a lot of ABDL AI, um, artificially intelligence generated art. What is your reaction when you when you see all this kinky uh, artificially generated art? Yeah, it's it's interesting because there's there's two different parts of that. There's like on a kink level, like I find it so weird that people want to generate this stuff instead of like looking out for sources. Cause to me with, when it comes to like art and photography, um, like there's, there's the image that you get, but there's also like the human element behind it, the passion and creativity that went into that image. So when like people post like ABDL art, like there's no real like passion or kink behind it. Mm-hmm. Like really like the human element's not there. So it's just like an image that's kind of soulless and it's like, it's a hot image, but it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me for, because of that, like. Because, because um, it's not, there's no human behind it. It's not, it's not real. There's like, yeah. no human was actually involved in any part of it, right? Like, at least for like ABDL drawn art, there's like at least a human being behind it. But with AI art, it's like, no, this is a, it's soulless. There's nothing there. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing for me to like latch onto to be like, oh, someone else had a similar experience to me or someone else is like is craving a similar experience to me like it's it's just an image that has been created and it doesn't really like have that passion behind it go into you know you you just said weird that it is even generated so one argument i've heard about ai generated art is you know if if you've ever had this fantasy and maybe you don't know any artists and you just kind of want to picture it like the picture that i think in my head or at least i've seen is like some diaper bros like in la in a on a sunny day in a park and they're all hanging out in like their big thick white diapers just like chilling drinking beers smoking pot and i'm like that's a really hot fantasy i don't know if i could ever recreate that in real life and i don't know if I don't know if I could tell an artist exactly what I want. And so I've heard the argument that AI art allows us to see things that we can't quite exactly explain, but we can kind of describe it in texts. I, I, I get that too. Part of me is like, well, go, go make that a reality. If it's, if it's really like something you're that passionate about, but I understand like there's also restrictions in the real world about that kind of stuff. The thing is like those scenarios are still possible when you like have a setup for them. Mm-hmm. Like uh, conventions and stuff have have open area things and whatnot, and and um, baby fur con is also a really good example. Like we, there was no photography allowed really on campus except by the professionals who were like there by the convention. But like that was a like a situation you could get in real life. 
Right. You just couldn't photograph it. So it's almost a question of maybe for some of these scenarios, they are a reality. You just have to go find them. Yeah. Or at least or at least try to go find them pending laws and regulations and everything else. So let's yeah. go into like what other people said. So I did a little poll on my Twitter and I just did the generic poll of what do you think of AI generated ABDL art? Almost 17% of people said love it. Uh, 20, almost 25% of people said totally hate it. Close to 26% said threatens kink artists and 32% says depends. And they kind of went over the arguments we've already kind of went over, right? It's helpful if you're trying to do this imagination thing. Uh, it could be harmful for artists. You yourself are, an, are a kink artist. Uh, you actually have a design degree. You've been doing it since 2016. You do fursuit photography. What was your reaction to ABDL AI generated art? From the perspective of being an artist from the perspective of being an artist it's it's interesting because i think that a lot of people see like the, the ones that are here you're using ai the most are the ones that kind of see ai like art as a more of a product than like something that is more like a creative outlet mm -hmm. uh, thing oh they don't they don't see like the human value of you know there are people that are passionate enough to do this. You just have to go find them. Yes, exactly. Like, I feel like the people that that already have that kind of mindset weren't going to be really the ones that were commissioning artists anyway. Mm. So, in, to, like, I want to, like, try and be realistic about it. Like, I don't think that AI will necessarily replace artists. I do think it is threatening in in that way, whereas the people who undervalue the the human element of art um will tend to go towards ai because it's it's going to be on the cheaper end right well let me throw let me throw this curveball at you and it's one that's actually very real so indie dream world right an age play uh event that happens in the indianapolis area um they originally had a design and not a lot of people liked it right I, if i remember correctly it looked kind of hand-drawn or something along those lines and then they came out with a new um logo which they which um, everyone's saying is AI generated. Um, by the way, it's kind of it kind of looks very glossy and everything, and it got a lot of flack. And I know uh, what was your response? What was your reaction to ND Dreamworld's AI generated uh, logo? Yeah. So on the on the timeline of events, there, me and my friends were actually talking about the original logo that they had posted um, in our art chat, um, and we thought it was it was weird because it was it was stock clip art um mm -hmm. and when someone does like uses clip art for something like that it's like usually either a temporary thing or they're not really focused on the presentation of their organization how they look we were willing to let that slide um because it, it people were saying like oh it is a, a new convention it is a newer space they, they probably don't want to really invest in the art just yet I'm sure that will come down the line. Um, but then to then turn around and be like, people don't like this, well, we'll do this instead, which is an AI-generated image. Um, it it did, definitely reads as they don't understand like how art kind of plays into this community and how much of a big aspect that is to ABDL and to Baby Furs and, and Furry. So you bring up an interesting point of, you know, what is the role of ai art within at least let's say kink businesses right let's let's take let's hold for example that age play inc 
is a full-fledged business and right like they needed a logo for this product and their product being um indie dream world and they use ai for it you you it's kind of a question to ask of what is the role of ai when it comes to business right you brought up money right it costs money to commission artists to create art it's also a form of creativity how much creativity does this business have i guess the bigger question i want to ask you is what happens if someone like what happens if business uh big diaper company businesses i won't name any because i don't want there to be any connection that they are but let's just say big diaper company businesses started using ai to do the designs on their diapers what would your reaction be to that i feel like it would be it'd be disheartening um i i feel like i'd be more so disappointed that they would want to go with the cheaper option in that case because uh, for these companies and and for ABD in general a lot of it is a passion work mm -hmm. um and to like remove that investment of passion and like being able to put your own money towards this investment of making your product better like that it, it cheapens your your brand it over it cheapens your product it, i feel like if 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 like ABU or Tykeables or whatever to start like generating diaper prints that were or like AI um, instead of paying an artist, it would I, I feel like it would come off as they don't have they're not really wanting to put forth that like mental and and like monetary investment into their product to make it better. At that point, they're just cashing in a check. Right. And think of and think of the whole basis of what makes community so special, right? Like I know at least for ABU, right? The the Little King's diaper was made by an artist. I want to say um, overseas, and then I know I think they recently announced that their Tiny Tails diaper um, also commit uh, the art is also made by like a real real uh, artist. So there's like that there's that like community helping community aspect to it when you do get art from within the community, right? Yeah, and a lot of people respond so well to those diapers. Like, um, yeah, I, I I know that a lot of the major uh, like ABDL manufacturers have used uh, Baby for Artists and whatnot. Uh, Marcy, for example, did all the Safaris and all the Crinkles brand stuff, mm -hmm. um, right? And a lot of people love those. Um, people respond like very well to like seeing their favorite artists on like the products that they want and then also as an artist i'm guessing there's a sense of like pride right because how many people actually know who created you know the design that i might be wearing right now i might not know the person but then once that reality sets in like oh like someone actually took time to make this it kind of makes it a little more special right like it almost kind of feels like oh how cool like i know the person that made this Instead yeah, of being, yeah. oh, I know the algorithm that made this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's a sense of pride and community in that. It's like, especially the the artists that you have been following for a long time, seeing them like break out more and more is also is just it's really heartwarming to see. Like, <laughs> right. Let me ask you this question. So I know AI art hasn't been around for that long, but I see it enough. Have you at least been affected by a art so far? Has your sales gone down at all? No, um, but I'm also someone whose whose style is I don't want to say like unreplicable because an AI like eventually someone is going to. But I'm also not like I feel like 
probably not a big enough target for my art to be like, I want that to be replicated. I want to steal Cobalt style or whatnot. I have mm-hmm. seen some artists in the community who who are going through that, like the ones that are very prolific, who have been around for a while. Um, people are taking their specific commissions and art and, and pumping them in to try and replicate their style. Um, that That is, is scary to me. But uh, personally, I haven't been affected with it in terms of art yet. Um, people have been taking my photos from Powder Crew, our, our photo crew, um, and they've been throwing those through AI, which I've had to kick back a little bit on. But <laughs> From the artists that you've described that have had their art almost kind of replicated by AI, um, what do they say? What do they tell you? What have you seen? It's... More so like a frustration. It's like they have the the capacity. Obviously, they they have the capacity to make these images. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just again, people like they don't value the creative aspect or the human behind it. It's more so they just want the image. They just want the product in the end. So it, again, it's a matter of like, well, the these people that are generating this image probably weren't going to commission you anyway. But it's still, just unfair for them to then have something that basically looks like it was done by you for free. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and you almost kind of feel like oh like you're like you're copying me. But who are you going to go after? You can't go after the computer, right? Yeah. Like I don't think there's a precedent of going after AI generated art. So who do you go after other than being like it's not very nice? Yeah, that's the frustrating thing with with AI is that it's like as much as like as people are are pushing back against it, there is really it's here. You can't really like get it to go away, unfortunately. Like, I think that a lot of people are still going to continue to use it. It is going to continue to refine itself and whatnot. That's just how the, the tech is going to work. But right now, it's just we're all at an impasse. Like, how do we address this? Like, how do we continue to like how do we coexist with it? Basically, that leads into my next question. I was going to ask you: uh, Has have have you at least thought about um, how AI might affect you as we keep going down this? down this rabbit hole of, of AI generated art, have you started thinking about like, where, where, what is my role as a, as an, as a kink artist in this new world that includes AI art? I think that like, I still have the, I mean, I have the opinion that that I don't think I'm going to necessarily be replaced by art in terms of I like, whatever I make is still coming out of my head. I'm still passionate about whatever I'm drawing. Um, nothing can really like take that passion away from me. There are people who are worried about like being replaced and whatnot. I again, I don't think that, that it's necessarily going to be a matter of replacement. It's more going to be like a matter of um, what is authentic and what's not mm. as it gets better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's our it's able to replicate people's styles closer and whatnot. I worry about counterfeits and, and bootleg commissions. Oh. And in that way, it's it's it might be more difficult for people, especially like who aren't as established, who uh, like don't have really a way to protect themselves legally uh, from that kind of infringement, so from that kind of like bootlegging of their work that AI could provide. Right. So let's do a little let's do a little like behind the curtain kind of thing. Let's say I'm a I'm a kinkster, and I'm thinking. Do I get it AI generated or do I get it commissioned? If I wanted to get art commissioned by someone, how would you recommend me going about doing that? <laughs> As someone who gets commissioned, 
what, what like if you if you wanted to give someone instructions on like here's how you get art commissioned how would you do what would you tell them yeah i mean the main thing is uh find an artist that you like if if you are having if you have an idea that you want um and you don't necessarily know have an artist in mind um i would just go shopping around look at other people's works uh see which ones align closest to like what you kind of want um in terms of finding new artists uh i'm in like a lot of different like chats on on telegram and twitter and whatnot that just have artists that like uh are either like showing out their work or it's kind of like a bulletin board system where it's like here's what i'm open for this week uh type system i know that exists for furry and baby fur i'm not sure about general abdl uh, in terms of like if it once you like do have an artist in mind just see if they're open for commissions whatnot uh, uh, if they are send them a message be like hey this is my idea or would this be something you're open for <laughs> tell me more about these magical telegram groups because i didn't even know they existed <laughs> i honestly just posted on twitter I'm looking for a commissioned art and I found someone, but you're telling me there might be other places. Like, so you, could you find them on Reddit? You said oh, yeah. Telegram is a good place. Like where do, where would you, if I was looking for art artists, where would you, what's like a really good resource to go to? Um, if you were looking, I, I, so again, I'm mostly familiar with just baby fur and furry artists and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, there is the furry for sale telegram channel and then also the baby for bulletin board that's the one i usually post in whenever i'm open for commissions and whatnot uh baby for bulletin board is basically anyone regardless of like their size they can just post in there being like hey i'm open for commissions here's what my art looks like here's my prices here's where you can find me all right let's say i found my artist right like i found one i like his vibe i like his style we've like we vibed uh, yeah. What's the next thing? Like, how how do I present my idea? Do I just go, I'm looking for this? Or like, how detailed do I have to be? Like, how much should I pre-prepare before I start talking to an artist? That That's a really good question. That's also going to be dependent on how the artist operates. Um, mm -hmm. For certain artists, myself included, I, I like, I will work off a text description. Um, you don't have to be like super detailed with me, but you do have to like have an idea in mind already. I don't really like when people be like, I just want my uh, my character looking cute. It's like, well, what does that mean? What do you, what are you into? I, I can draw props and stuff like that. You want any of those? Like just um, artists will look for different things. The best thing to have is, is a, if you don't have like an image or, or like reference to work off of and you want a specific pose, mm -hmm. uh, even like sick figure drawings are great for artists. Really? Um, yes okay. like uh artists love when like if you have a like a very specific pose you wanted uh sick figure drawing is, is excellent because it helps us visualize like oh that's what you're looking for instead of kind of having to like do multiple sketches to figure out like that kind of posing and that anatomy have you ever had someone take a picture of themselves trying to recreate what they have in their mind and saying like could you make this into like either i don't know extravagant furry style or or something like that have you ever had someone like take their own picture and be like, could you furify this or something? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like people have, have sent me for just like regular art. Yes. Uh, like they'll, they'll send me like a photo of themselves. Like, Hey, here's like the pose I want along with, here's a photo of my plush that I want in the drawing as well. So you have photo reference for that. People have also sent me uh, just photos of themselves and being like, hey, can you actually just draw over this image? Like, can you just put my furry character on top of me in this image? 
Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so I found my artist. I've given them a detailed description of what I have. Uh, how long does it usually take to get art commissioned? <laughs> That's also going to be dependent on the artist. I... Is that I'll, something I'll that should be asked? Like, sh sh is it expected of oh, yeah. as, as someone who's commissioning art to ask, how long is this going to take? Do you ever get people that are like, you've taken too long? I mean, I've, I've definitely gotten people that's like, I always aim to be transparent. I think if on the artist end, transparency matters so much. Um, so I always like try to be as upfront with people as possible when it comes to things. Um, I'm also a very slow artist. <laughs> Uh, it, it does take me a good while to like get through my commission queue, but I also, I, I juggle photography as well as I'm currently, I just moved to Reno. So I'm currently like looking for positions and, and freelancing until then. So, so it's so, not, it's not an odd question for me as, as the, as the purchaser of commissioned art to ask, how long are you going to take to take, to, 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 to make this? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like as long as you're just like, you're, it, it's more of an inquisitive, like, yeah, hey, how long will this be by chance? Like, just so I have an idea in mind rather than you better have this done in a week. Like, <laughs> as long as you're being like nice about it and like understanding of where the artist like is, like, yeah, that's that's a totally fine question to ask. All right, now the hard question, money, because everyone loves to talk about money. <laughs> um, as someone that does not get art commissioned at all, I don't like right when you go to buy a car, you kind of have an idea like that car probably costs X amount of dollars. I yeah. have no idea how much commissioned art if if you were going to if you were going to teach a little baby like me how much art costs is are there like ballpark ranges that usually kind of fit the mold like $10 for this size, this much for this size, this much for this size, this much for this detail are the are there any recommendations on like how to justify price point from the person who's looking yeah. at different artists? <laughs> yeah. There, so that is again, going to be like dependent on which artist you're talking to. A lot of people do um, price based on, you know, their experience and whatnot, how long they've been like an artist and how much effort like they put into refining their style and whatnot. Um, you can very easily find newer budding artists who are are either still developing style or have like are starting to refine their style um, for fairly cheap. And the ones that like have a more refined style who have been around for a while and have an established like identity, and then there's they're usually gonna be a little bit higher price. Um, and then there's the the vanguards, the ones that have like a, such a reputation behind them that they can charge quite a lot. Um, yeah, you get you get a, a broad spectrum of, of prices. And so it's really dependent on one, how much you are willing to part with in terms of like what you want. And two, like if you're willing to go for a, a newer artist or whatnot uh, for your commission. Again, totally green question. Are prices yeah. negotiable? As someone who doesn't get art commissioned are prices negotiable or is it or is it very much no the artist is like this is my price take it or leave it if the artist advertises a price generally that's the set price that's that's usually what they're going to go for uh, some do offer negotiate some will be like make an offer on an art and that's when you can you can like haggle and negotiate a price down um but generally yeah a posted price is, is generally going to be this is what it's for sale for. Got it. So, so don't, yeah. don't make the dumb thing being like, 
I'm going to pay you this instead of this. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> pay, pay your artists. And then last question on the whole thing is how does it work? Do you pay before the arts commissioned and then you pay a little before, pay a little after, pay all up front, pay all after? How, uh, do, you, how do you at least function? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's another one where depending on the artist. For me, I it's all charge up front. Um, I, I ask for full price up front with the knowledge that it's like, hey, this is going directly into my commission queue. I will see that commission queue every day, so I will know it's there. And I will be reminded of it. Um, so even if you are like a few steps behind, like it's there, <laughs> you I will get to your work. Um, so yeah, uh, I I've. Always, again, like transparency is such like a big thing for me to where um, I will always like if it if you pay me money, I will get your commission done. It may take a second, but I will get it done at some point. Um, other artists will do like they may do like a half and half situation where you you do like a what is that term? Deposit like your oh, first like 50 like percent or whatever. Oh, OK, yeah. Um, generally you don't really see that for, for art. That's more so going to be like for like fursuits or like larger art pieces, um, and whatnot where they offer payment plans. Um, I do know one artist, um, that charged hourly, like she, she wouldn't charge up front. She would make the art record her hours and then charge according to that, which I think is cool, but I I'm so inconsistent with how long each piece takes that I don't want to be like, here's a piece that looks like identical to the other piece I just did, but I'm charging you like $200 more. Like I, I don't, I couldn't do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, good for her for knowing her worth and, and know it or their worth, knowing their worth down to the hour. Um, yeah, I guess that, but like smart on, smart on them to like record it. But like, I don't know if, if an artist came to me and was like, I'm going to charge by the hour. I'd be like, are there any receipts that I can see to see that you did like, yeah, it's like, are Do you going to be streaming hour? it? Like, yeah, can I watch? Is there yeah. a live stream? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, good for artists for like knowing their worth, right? But like, also kind of like as as someone that like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to be swindled. Yeah, yeah. That's why I I'm I'm happy with just doing a a single base price, and I don't really I don't like even even charging extra for like people's different character like aspects when I like I. I I feel bad charging for wings on, on dragon furries. It's like, that's, well, that's just their character. I don't want to like discriminate against, against dragons or winged animals because I don't feel like drawing them. Like, is that a thing? Do people charge extra for wings? Oh yeah, definitely. People will like, uh, it, it really, again, depends on the artist, but some people will like kind of be like, Hey, this, this pattern or this, this, uh, like the wings or the tail or something, but they're just, it's really extra. I'm gonna need like an extra like little bit for that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Last question on this before I get to my final question: Have you ever been a Have you ever been commissioned to draw something where you go, you know, I don't know if that's in my wheelhouse. I don't know. <laughs> like, have you ever had to like turn someone away because you're like, I, I don't know if that's in my wheelhouse. Absolutely. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, generally, like for the most part, I. I I always like am so like praising my commissioners because I, I love everyone who commissions me. Like they I, I I rarely ever have a bad issue with a commissioner. Um I do have I've one I try to like obscure the details a bit, but basically they wanted something that was 
like i'm i'm more of like, like the cute and like just like cutesy and like small and, and fluffy type uh furry art and whatnot i don't really draw actual like you know sex or, or like stuff normally if i do that usually goes on a different account i've, I've only recently started dabbling in that um oh, okay but this is like back then i had like this really like safer work attitude about things uh someone wanted me to like basically like just draw them a, a sex scene and i was like i i i initially like was like you know what i i i'm i'll try it and then the, i took their money and i was like you know what the more i thought about it like a week later i was like i'm gonna refund you i'm sorry i can't do this uh it's just it's not in my wheelhouse i wouldn't feel comfortable with you getting something that i wasn't really passionate about myself you know like i think that's very admirable i'd rather yeah. have that than have someone like come back to me and it's like this really like lukewarm sexy yeah commissioned art scene like <laughs> oh this is what i wanted i wanted spank bang material <laughs> no i don't know yeah. um like there's there's um times where like people will commission me for some for a kink that's not necessarily mine but it's more so like an adjacent kink that i'm like you know what i'm not into it but i'll give it a shot and if you like it then that's cool um undies is the current like new thing for me apparently like a few people have have commissioned undie like sketches from me and then like i have tidy whitey undies yeah and normally it's like I, I draw every character in a diaper so like that's <laughs> it's new territory for me actually that's hot yeah undies are, <laughs> are undies are like getting a lot of attention lately yeah <laughs> Yeah, people like message me and they're like, I didn't know you, you drew this. Like, it's like, I normally don't. It's really not my thing, but like, <laughs> there you go. I, yeah. <laughs> For all those tidy whitey lovers out there, you can now get it commissioned. Um, that leads me straight into my last question. Cobalt, thank you so much for coming to the show. Uh, the last question I'll ask you is um, you know, make, I want you to make the statement of why should people choose commissioned art over ai generated art you can either speak for yourself speak for all 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 kink artists but like why should someone choose commissioned art versus ai generated art ultimately if you like if you value the passion and creativity that a human puts into art if you value that aspect of art um i think you should commission artists i think you should continue to support artists um and not use ai because the ai isn't going to give you that passion it isn't going to give you that same oh another human has this the same ideas or the same like wants or or creativity or passion behind this same thing as me you don't really get that from the machine it's just an image it was a is a product that was created it's just following instructions it's not going to you know be passionate about what it's thinking about like it's not turned on by the tidy whities that it's that it's producing. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's I, I told my friends the other day, like we were posting about AIR. It's like it takes me right out because there's no horniness in the making of this image. <laughs> you don't know that. Maybe she is horny. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the computer's not horny. I hope not. <laughs> I hope I hope not either. Could you imagine Skynet horny? Uh, it would be a very different Terminator movie. <laughs> Well, thank you, Cobalt, for coming to Newsy's Nook and talking about commissioned art and the differences between that and AI-generated art. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you.
Bye. Bye. kiddos before we go did you see this curated by disney's pixar animated studios the pixar world exhibition has opened in madrid offering a full immersive experience it recreates sets from some of the most iconic films like the house from the movie up tour the monster inc factory or shrink down to the size of woody and his friends in andy's room from toy story this looks super cool i definitely want to go just imagine the feeling of being so small and touring all these iconic animated locations it looks super cool. If anyone is in Spain and goes to this, please post on Instagram or Twitter and please send it to me. I definitely want to see this um, from an ABDL's, ABDL's perspective. All right, kiddos, I got to go and put on my pajamas and maybe get Mr. Buzz Buzz out. See ya. Bye. Bye.